Hi guys, Dami here and you're welcome to another episode of the DK Podcast. Over the last few episodes, I spoke about how questions can help us broaden our perspectives and I also shared three enemies and tools to effective questioning as well as vital questions to answer. So if you haven't checked out the previous episodes, once this is over, go check them out. Today I'll be starting a new series, a mini-series actually, titled Question Your Bias, where I'll be walking you through several cognitive biases and questions I think can help us overcome these biases. So stay tuned, it promises to be exciting. Let me start with a scenario. You know that feeling when you're going to the market with your mom and you have this happy, sad vibe. Happy because y'all are gonna get the best deals, but sad for the sellers because you know what's coming for them. <laughs> for example, this meat seller, and he's like, ah, madam, come buy fresh meat. And y'all walk to him and mom is like, how much is this one? And then he picks it up and slaps it and says, madam, this one, why it? And you catch your mom looking at him right in the eyes and she's like, 400. And you know, you're like, wait, mom, what? <laughs> Did you hear what he said? <laughs> in fact, let me give you guys a story. Now, I wanted to get new footwear, sandals to be precise. And you know, I stepped into the shop and I was like, hey, Oga, how far, how market? How much is this sandal? And he looks at me and he's like, three, five. I'm like, eh? uh-uh okay. why now may i give you 2008 and he's like ah, no 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 you know green no green at nah, three five not nah, three five and i'm like okay may i follow you by let me follow you to buy okay now nah, 2800 i get and he's like oh yeah put 2000 put 200 on top of it may i sell them for you 3000 i look at it ah, three five to three thousand ah, it's a good deal now i use my own hand put inside my wallet and give him three thousand for that sandal and i'm feeling fly i bounce i get home i'm like hey mom see what's up look i got this new sandals and she's like uh-uh oh my fine that is english for that's yoruba for ah these sandals are fine and i'm like yeah yeah yeah. it's so pretty look at it it's very quality i got it uh today and she's like how much did you buy it and in my mind i'm like ah the man even said three thousand five hundred though but i now priced it down to three thousand and she's like eh ah okay uh, that's good congratulations it's fine and i'm like thanks 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 and i'm feeling fly you know the vibe <laughs> and then two days later she's like hey dami i want to buy um that sandal you bought i want to buy for your dad and your brother and i'm like ah oh, yeah yeah why not i'll take you to the shop so we step out we go we get there and i get to the shop and i'm like hey chief how far now what's up and i'm feeling like ah i'm i'm bringing customers to you like come on i'm, I'm feeling good you know and my mom looks at him and i'm like ah Oga, how far? How market? And he's like, ah, madam, it moves much more. We thank God. That's like, market is going fine. We thank God. And she's like, this sandal that you sold for my son, you, you still have it? And he's like, ah, yes, madam, day, day. There, there is, you know? And he brings the sandals and she's like, how much? And he's like, ah, madam, now 3,500 will be the seller, now 35 will be the seller. But me, in my mind, I already know that, ah, I told my mom I bought it for 3K. So, I have a reasonable expectation of what to hear next. Um, once again, I catch my mom looking him in the eyes, you know, and she's like, Oga, 800. And I, I can't believe my ears because 
Mom, I told you before we got here how much I bought these sandals. Do you want to come here to be embarrassing me? What is all this? You know, to cut this long story short, after back and forth, my mom, you won't believe it, buys two pairs of those sandals for 2,000 naira. Fam, I'm pained. Because, Oga, do I look like a joke to you? Or did they write ATM somewhere on my face and I did not know? Oh man, I am pained. And of course, you can trust my mom. For the next one month, I'm not going to hear the last of it. Because as far as she's concerned, ah, you, you have money now. Maybe you went to go and use 3,000 to buy one pair of sandals. Fam, I am pained. And I'm guessing you can feel my pain. <laughs> but that is what is called the anchoring effect. And that's the first bias we're going to be addressing today. The anchoring bias. What is the anchoring bias? The anchoring bias is when a person relies so heavily on a single piece of information, which is usually the first piece of information that is presented to him or her, right? And so what happens is that you make decisions and any other interactions based on the first piece of information that was given to you. In my case, it was the 3,500. You know what I mean? The guy told me 3,000, he slapped me with 3,000. And I use my own mouth, right, to say, let me give you 2,800. You know, like, and I use my own hands to pay 3,000 because I was using a framework or an anchor of 3,500. And it felt like a good deal to me, right? So that's really what anchoring is about. And you can see this mostly used in uh, the sales business. Like salesmen use this a lot, right? When they, they just, like I just showed you in the examples, they slap up the prices so that when even you bargain down, you're buying at most likely the price they really wanted you to buy in the first place. And yet you go away feeling like you've got a good deal right and you know the funny thing is that you can also use this to your own advantage like my mom does always did and still does <laughs> you know because immediately the person gives a price she slaps down to her own price far far undervalued where she can start pricing up from you know i know in my local parlance we call it um Eloni Jale, like you're trying to haggle the prices, you know, but that's the story for another day. Um, so the question is, what questions can you ask to help you overcome this anchoring bias? Because we see it every day. You know, one thing is that you're either selling or being sold to in life. That's just how it is. So what questions can you ask to take advantage of the anchoring bias? The very first one I'll say is ask what was my first impression about this you know before making a decision before um going on with a negotiation ask what was my first impression or what was the first offer that was made available to me this will help you significantly understand whether you are actually just being a victim of the anchoring bias or whether you're actually looking from a very objective point of view. Another bonus question I can give you is, why do I believe this? You know, before you make a decision or before you pay for something, why do I want to do this? Asking the question why can help you see whether, hmm, 
is this something I am doing because it actually does make sense? Or is there something that is driving my desire for it? Is that the first time I saw this nice dress on somebody, it looked so pretty. And then ever since I've been looking for an opportunity to get one for myself. And even though I see the price at very uh, ridiculous price, I just want to get it because the first time I saw it, it looked so pretty. Maybe it will not fit you as much. Maybe it will not be as much quality as you expected. But just because you already have an image, a first impression in mind, then you want to go ahead with the decision. So you take a moment and pause and like, hey, wait, why do I want to do this? Why do I like this? Why do I believe this? Why do I want to take this next line of action? You know, and uh, I'll give you one more, one final bonus question you can ask. Really ask, what are other people saying about this decision or about this thing I'm about to buy? What's the, what's the price elsewhere? And you know, this was a very significant hack I had to learn. And so next times when I was going to the shop, I get to the shop and I'm, I see something I like and I'm like, hey, Oga, how far, how much is this thing? And he's like, whatever price he calls. If he likes, let him call it 1,000 or let him call it 7,000. I don't care. That first time I am not buying. I say, okay, Oga, thank you very much. And I keep on for me, I'm coming back, you know, I'm coming back. Then I go to like four or five different shops <laughs> asking for the price of similar items. You know, what am I trying to do? I'm trying, and at the time I didn't really realize that this is what I was doing, but it was just like a natural response because that first time I was pained. Fam, I was pained. <laughs> and so what I did was I went to other shops and tried to get a sampling of the price, you know, so I can have distributed anchors and then I can make a better decision based on what will suit my needs the most or what will fit my pocket at the time the most. So do you get what I'm trying to say? So it is a very good question to ask, what are other people saying about this? And so there you have it, guys, our first bias considered and the questions we can ask. You know, number one, what was my first impression about this? Number two, why do I believe this? Or why do I want to take this step or this action? And finally, what are other people saying about this? Or what are other people doing in this line? You know, that will help you overcome the anchoring bias. If you liked this, share, subscribe. Until I come your way next time, keep seeing the world with fresh eyes. Ciao. It's just like seeing a snake crawl in through your front door. And then you turn your back from it in the hopes that if you can't see it, then there's nothing to worry about. I don't need to tell you how silly and potentially disastrous that could be. So why do we do it in our personal lives? The ostrich effect. It is one of the most damaging cognitive biases that humans face. How can we solve this? What questions can guide us towards clarity and overcoming this bias?